Hello and welcome to episode two of the Unheard Voices podcast, brought to you by the members of Room for Your Voice. On today's episode, I am joined by RIV members Violet, Adrian, and Becca, and also my co-host Zoe. And our special guest today is Louise McDonald, who is the CEO of Young Scott. So, to start today's podcast off, can I ask us to introduce ourselves and for a little bit of context as to what we've been up to? So, hello. I'm Graham. I am one of the co-hosts of the podcast today. I am also the treasurer of RIV. I'm okay. Uh, my laptop hasn't went flying out a window yet after yesterday's debacle with the second podcast editing crashing and corrupting and me needing to redo it again. Uh, that's not fun. No, it's not fun whatsoever. So yeah, I am now going to pass you on to Violet. Thanks, Graham. Uh, I'm Violet, a member of RIV, and um. I've just been busy doing schoolwork and stuff, trying to keep my mental sanity to a level where it's just neutral. <laughs> yeah, Graham was kind of mad last night because of the file corrupted, which was kind of my fault because of all the cars passing yesterday. Not yesterday, the last podcast. It was really bad. Hi, I am Zoe and I am a member of RYV. I'm also the co-host and I have been keeping myself amused by doing some art and trying not to lose my mind with my sister. Hi, I'm Becca. I'm a member of RYV and lately I've been doing um, different makeup looks and loom bands and college work just to keep me busy. Hi, I'm Adrian, the, the chairperson of Remsha Youth Voice. Um, lately I've been working a lot on uh, the Unheard Voices project, been putting together graphics for our social media and uh, making sure that everything's scheduled, ready to go out. And then also in between all that, I, have, I still have the university work that's going on in the background, and which is will shortly be drawing to a close, thankfully. Can't wait for that. Um, but been kept busy. So hi, everybody. I'm Louise McDonald, and I'm the Chief Executive at Young Scott, the uh, Young People's Charity. And um, I'm doing really well today. Um, the sun is shining, and I've uh, definitely decided that sunshine really helps during lockdown. Um, and I've been um, pretty busy working on some presentations um, and lots of um, editing of papers and proposals and things that we've been writing at Young Scott. So, um, and I've also spent a lot of time in Zoom land. Yeah, I think we're all in a bit of a Zoom land, to be honest. That's... Yeah, it's became the, the, the new normal place to meet people yeah. nowadays. Now we're coming up to the question segment of the podcast where we ask our special guest, Louise McDonald, questions about how the virus has affected our work as the CEO of Young Scott. So, to start us off, in general, what do you think of the pandemic? Okay, I thought there was a second part to that question there, Graham, sorry. Um, I I don't know, I, I feel I have um, uh, strange emotions, I think like lots of people do. Um, I spend quite a lot of time just feeling really quite sad and um, and really feeling for the people that are affected um, and really just um, pretty horrified by the numbers. Um, and so I spend a lot of time thinking a lot about that and about the impact on families and um, the people that love those people and, and what life's like for them. And that's really tough. Um, I also spend quite a bit of time 
not quite sure if any of it is real. Um, I keep thinking I'll walk to the end of my street and somebody will tell me it's a strange episode of Black Mirror and the joke's on me um, because some of it just feels so unreal that, um, that this is a situation that we're in and, and so quickly. Um, I also have spent a lot of time, I think, recognising how lucky I am. Um, when you see kind of some of the experiences that others have had. So whilst, yes, there are parts of it I'm finding really difficult, um, I'm also recognising um, some of the ways in which I'm really lucky. Um, things like I have a garden, and I've never been more grateful to have a garden in my life. Um, and also, I, at the other end of the scale almost, I am really moved and inspired by the sense of community, some of the amazing things that people are doing in their communities, the things that people are doing for others, and um, the kind of inventiveness and, and innovation that's kind of coming through, things like this, the fact that you've all kind of got together to produce these, this podcast and all the other work that, that you're doing in your community, and that is the same in communities across Scotland and um, across the world, actually. I find that incredibly um, inspiring and also it kind of it helps my heart a bit, you know. So when it feels tough um, and when I'm feeling quite kind of overwhelmed by everything, um, seeing what other people are kind of doing and the care and the kindness and, and the kind of sense of love and compassion that there is and what people are doing to help, um, that, that's good for me. That makes me feel a lot better. Do you think some things will remain permanently changed due to the virus? I think so. Um, I kind of think they, some things probably um, have to. Um, and my hope is that that's the positive things. Um, so what are the kind of things that we've, um, that we've seen that might act as um, a springboard to something more positive? Um, so things like, you know, whether that's impact on the environment um, or back to this sort of sense of community and kindness um, in particular. I think that's always been there, um, that sense of community and kindness, but I think it's really shone a spotlight um, during this, this time. And I think it would be really nice if um, when we get through this, whatever getting through this looks like, um, that we're that we're all kind of a bit more um, aware and a bit more thoughtful about that, that um, the difference that that being kind can make. Because that's something that's meant a lot, I think, to, to me and my kind of colleagues, and, and we've seen it as well, is just what a difference it makes when people are really encouraging and supportive, you know, and rather than being kind of dismissive or, um, or people kind of not caring. Um, it just makes such a difference when people care for each other and are really open about caring for each other. Does that make sense? You know, rather than it just being assumed. Um, yeah. That's one of the kind of things about now is that it feels like everybody's just really determined to show how much they kind of care for other people. And I think that's a wonderful thing. I think um, going back to one of the things that you said just uh, a wee moment ago there about sort of the surreality of it that actually chimes with something that came up in an earlier podcast. And it was um, that sort of notion of people going to either go to the front door to go to, to Tim Hortons as they usually would, or um, getting up to do something and go and realize, oh, hold on, 
um, I can't do that under these circumstances. Um, so I think your experience is probably one that a lot of people share as well with regards to how surreal some of it feels. Yeah, no, it really does. It does feel surreal. And it's, um, yeah, that idea of, of kind of getting up to do something and then realising you kind of can't, that's quite a, that's quite an odd one, actually. Um, and I, I actually have a, an underlying health condition, so I've not been able to kind of go out that much. Um, so I've had to kind of stay home um, a lot more. And um, my passion is photography. I love going out and taking pictures, and in particular, um, nature photography. Um, and I've hardly been able to do that at all. So I've had like one walk a one walk a week, um, and it's made such a difference that I've been able to like you know just um, even if it's just take, using my my phone, um, taking some pictures. So I'm just uh, I'm just making for um, when I'm out on my walk. I'm just saying right, I need to go and find some trees, um, and just spend some time. <laughs> taking photographs because it just helps um but yeah so it's quite different. yeah absolutely trees are always good right yeah yeah nature and everything oh and a more general note what has her life been like for you during the pandemic thanks zoe um i think it's been uh an interesting period um for lots of reasons um i think that um you know i think as i'd said earlier i think i have moments of feeling quite overwhelmed and um and, and quite kind of sad of uh, what's what's happening and, and actually quite worried um, and anxious about about that um but i think the thing for for me is that i'm i'm really quite lucky because i'm involved in work um that is helping people so the work that we do at young scott is about helping young people through all of this um, and so being able to be involved in something that's making a difference, even if it's just a little difference, even if it's just, you know, a young person reads some, some an article um, on our, our platform or sees some of our content on TikTok and it makes them laugh or takes their mind off it or gives them information that they didn't have before or helps, helps them um, resolve a question they maybe had. It feels good to be able to be doing something that's helpful. Um, and so I've, I've, I suppose over the recent weeks, I've actually, it's always been an important part of why I do the work that I do. But over recent weeks, that's been something that um, I've really thought about quite a lot about how much um, being able to kind of help um, people matters to me and how much I gain from that. So, um, and I'm incredibly um, lucky and proud of the Young Scott team. I've got an absolutely phenomenal um, staff team and I've been incredibly proud of everything that they've done and the way that they've responded as well. Um, so yeah, so I think sort of generally, whilst it's a, a really um, awful kind of situation that we're in, and, and we have to we have to just be careful, you know, that we don't ever try and think that this is normal. None of this is normal. Um, and we should never think it is. We shouldn't seek to normalize it because it's not. Um, but they always there's a there's an old saying that is whenever anything bad happens you should look for the helpers you know who are the people that are helping um and so i think being um trying my best to be part of um the group of people the huge group of people in all kinds of different ways that are helping um, that's made a huge difference to me. The next two questions I'm going to kind of merge together. So what it is is like, genuinely speaking, how has your job changed since the government uh, restrictions and what aspects of it has made it more difficult now? So the, 
biggest change to my job since um, COVID-19 and lockdown has been moving all of um, the work that Young Scott does um, to remote working. So like lots and lots of people will have done, including, you know, your teams and um, the youth work teams that support you and others um, have moved to um, in working uh, from home. So that's taking quite a lot of work um, and it is quite a, a change, you know, we, we're, we're used to being in an office as a team and everyone kind of being together. Um, we've always had and have flexible working and those kind of things, so that, that kind of approach wasn't quite so different, but um, that shift to home working and doing everything um, digitally and using Zoom and other new technologies like Teams and um, WebEx and all of these kind of things. So there's been quite a shift um, in terms of that. That's probably the biggest difference. We've had to um, obviously move all of our services online um, and, well, I should say lots of our services were online, but we've had to move the ones that weren't online. Um, one of the things that I'm probably um, proudest of is the work that our um, information and content team have done in producing a specific um, uh, um, platform, digital platform for young people about COVID-19. Um, and the team produced that really, really quickly. Um, because they realized what was about to happen and they saw what was coming and they basically built that site in 48 hours um, they started working on it on the on the Thursday night and we switched it on on the Saturday night before everyone then got moved to, to home working um, and have been building um, content and adding content to that site ever since and it's a seven day a week operation the team are adding content constantly um, but then also they've then um, um, been supporting other of our local authority partners across Scotland to then have local content as well developed. And I have to say, got to give a kind of shout out to the to the work that's kind of going on that um, that Renfrewshire have been doing on the local pages um, on the Young Scot site. It's just absolutely brilliant. Um, it's just been so good to see how you've kind of responded and produce materials for that and so on. Um, I particularly love the bucket list, bucket list bingo, so we'd encourage everybody to have a go at that if you haven't done that one yet. Um, so yeah, so that kind of producing specific content because our research has shown that young people are saying the thing they want is access to accurate information and, and that's what our job is. We are the Youth Information Agency. It's about giving young people accurate information. So, um, so yeah, we, Although that was already online, we've really developed that. So that's been a big, big shift. And the other thing then has been the Young Scott card. I'm assuming most of you, I hope you all have your Young Scott card. I know you will all hate your photograph on it. I can't do much about that, um, except give you advice that before you go for your next card, um, then you know just remember that's a photo you'll have to live with until you're 26. Um, but um, the card itself, we um, have um, moved quite a few of the kind of the discounts and deals and some of the rewards that we have on the Young Scott card online. So we've been able to do that. And we've also been um, in contact with some um, of, um, shops and stores and online shops and stores to say, can we get new discounts or can we add new services and things to the card? So 
Um, although quite a lot of the kind of card relies on you going into a shop or whatever, you can still use your, your Young Scott card for online um, discounts and deals as well. So um, it's worth checking out the Young Scott site to see what's available for that. And then the last thing that we shifted, the last thing that's different is we have a co-design service where we work with young people and organisations to, um, to make sure that young people have um, the opportunity to influence policies, strategies, decision making. So for young people to get involved in the decisions that are made, um, not just about their lives, but about things that are happening in Scotland and, and um, you know, decisions that are being made about things that will affect their lives for a long time to come. And so that co-design service quite often has been about bringing young people together and, um, and doing some brilliant, you know, really inventive work um, to think about ideas. We've shifted all of that online. Um, and that probably took a little bit longer while we figured out different tools and technologies and ways to do that that were still creative and fun. Because one of the really good things about co-design, it's, it's a really fun experience. Um, so figuring out different ways for us to um, to do that took a little bit longer, but we've now um, got that set up and that's working incredibly well actually, um, and um, has been able we've already been able to bring together lots of groups of young people to talk about different issues in Scotland. I think that's probably one of the things that I've noticed um, on Twitter and um, even as I'm looking on the the Young Scott website is the amount of um, new content that you're putting out there in relation um, to the pandemic has uh, definitely increased um, and obviously so ever since the pandemic is quite a new thing or relatively so um, and I do have to give a shout out as you said there as well uh, the team that we work with from your services and specifically um, the information officer who works on um, our site of our page on uh, your portal has done an absolutely amazing job of putting that together and I can't thank them enough. Oh, that's great to hear, that's great to hear. But yeah, the content's brilliant and that's what we have. We have those local pages um, on the site for every area across Scotland. So um, so anybody outside of Renfrewshire that's listening to this, I'd encourage them to um, to get involved and to look at you for, um, to look at you for inspiration. Due to the changes or new stresses or any or from anything arising at your job have you noticed any impact of your general health or well-being as a consequence i think paying attention to um your own kind of health and well-being is incredibly important right now and that's something that um we always take really seriously at young scott um and we've had a staff wellbeing group for a long time and, um, and do lots of, of work um, around that. However, during this kind of period and since we've all moved to kind of working from home and lockdown, that's never been more important. Um, and so every conversation that we have um, now between staff starts with how are you and how are you doing? and what's happening with you, not what are you doing, <laughs> you know, or what are you working on? That, that we, don't, we don't start there now. Um, and 
it's it's really important as well that I'm um, honest with everybody in the organisation. As the chief executive, I don't kind of pretend that everything's kind of perfect and um, and everything's you know oh no it's all all kind of fine because that doesn't really help anybody um, for for me to kind of try and do that. Everybody needs to um, understand that it's it's okay not to be okay um, and it's okay to just do what you can during this time and doing your best is 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 kind of great um given these kind of circumstances so yeah i um i have i've been really honest with people about you know as i said earlier you know that sometimes feeling really quite kind of overwhelmed um i also um being in zoom land um i definitely am suffering from zoom fatigue some days don't know if you read about this apparently it's a real thing um but i kind of um i'm probably averaging on average every day seven meetings a day on zoom or teams so when you kind of get to the end of that it's it's quite tough but what we also did at young scott is we introduced on the day that we all started kind of working from home we um, worked with everybody and introduced a self-care plan for every member of the team. And everybody's got their own little plan of what they're gonna do or what are the things that they can do every day that make them feel a bit better. Um, and that just help them kind of de-stress or relax or chill a bit or you know help them. Um, and so the, we've all got our kind of self-care plans. Um, and mine uh, includes uh, online yoga, which I've started uh, for the first time during uh, this period, and also uh, cooking, um, um, but cooking with um, basically Dua Lipa's newest album on repeat, um, blasting out. And I basically just um, dance around the kitchen um, and cook. Sounds like quite a fun way to to take your mind off things actually, uh, putting a bit of jelly on and just cooking whatever food you're having for dinner or lunch or whatever. Definitely know how you feel on that Louise. I'm usually one person to dance about my room, listening to either Scooter or something that's really raving and I'll phone Lizzie or someone Graham and they can just see me literally be a maniac. Yeah, it's, 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 it, it, it sometimes gets to the point where you kind of become concerned for that person. <laughs> Second on that, because I come concerned for myself as well. So, no, don't stop. Don't you can't beat it. You can't beat just nope. having that kind of you know just completely going for it to whatever tune's doing it for you. Yeah. Um. This was literally me just before I went on to the live stream. I was Snapchatting while actually videos of me dancing in the room just before the meeting. So yeah, I was like, "That's not the Becca I know." Becca was just like, <laughs> <laughs> "That was so funny." Literally. The good thing about TikTok, I suppose, is it is encouraging people to kind of bust out all their moods, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. good. Uh, right. As everyone has been finding new or sometimes even old ways of filling their time, what new skills or hobbies have you tried your hand at or what old skills slash hobbies have you tried to get back into? I think the first thing to say is I am one of those people that says um, don't put undue pressure on yourself to try and like learn a new language or 
come out of lockdown having written a bestseller. <laughs> I think it kind of puts a huge amount of pressure on people. And I think what's important is just to kind of try and come out of it healthy and in one piece. And um, and as, as someone said earlier, just trying to keep your um, keep your head right for for that kind of period. So I've tried to not put pressure on myself um, to to kind of use the time you know to try and um, become some sort of um, master of painting or as I say writing my novel or whatever um, having said that there are things that um, I've wanted to do for a while but just kind of work um, and the kind of the, um, the, the amount of time I spend traveling hasn't let me do so online yoga has been one of my ones and um, I've started doing that um, so uh, that's been quite um, that's been quite good fun. Uh, occasionally a bit too painful <laughs> in terms mm -hmm. of trying to figure out how you get into all of those positions. Um, but yeah, so I've done um, I've done a bit of that. Um, and again, as I mentioned earlier, cooking. I love cooking. Just love it. And I don't often get a chance because quite often I'll um, just because obviously like others. Because if you work with young people, you'll tend to do a lot of evening work and and those sorts of things. So quite often you're eating on the run. Um, so the ability to actually do some uh, cooking uh, while I've been at home has been something that I've really enjoyed, and I've tried lots of different types of cooking um, and lots of kind of cookbooks that I've really not had much of a chance of uh, exploring um, I've managed to, to get to so I've been uh, I've been loving that I've been really enjoying doing lots of kind of cooking I'm, I'm gluten-free and so I've also been trying to do some gluten-free baking and join in the banana bread bread craze that's been going on um, but I have not cracked um, gluten-free baking at all. So far, it's just been a crumbly mess. So um, so that's been a bit of a disaster. Um, but I'm not going to beat myself up for that. <laughs> I think I take, my, my, I take my, my hat off to you for trying that, because I don't even try baking at all. So then to add the whole gluten-free aspect to it just makes it a bit more harder. It's very hard. It's not. It's it, my efforts are not good. I have to say, um, most of them have been like, okay, that's going outside on the bird table. Basically, that can just um, the birds can have that. <laughs> yeah. We all try, but sometimes don't succeed. Yeah, I tried to make potato scones and ended up setting off the fire alarm. But did you actually get potato scones at the end of it? No, I got charcoal. <laughs> <laughs> Even the birds won't want that, Graham. <laughs> I know. That's actually a really good life hack. I mean, you could use charcoal for, I don't know, colouring or something, you know. Uh, yeah, there you, <laughs> you could use it for your art. There you go. See? Yep. yep. Oh, right. Well, as we are coming to the end of our podcast, I hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, keeping busy, and keeping in contact with the people you love and care about the most. And I would like to say thank you to Louise McDonald for being on today's episode. And myself, Zoe, and some more special guests will be back next Friday. So I hope to see you there. <laughs>